Welcome to the PRISM Education Center podcast. PRISM Education Center is a K-12 school committed to building principled leaders through sound values, solid culture, and strong community. PRISM Education Center is a Northgate school, and this is our podcast. Good morning. This is Misty Newcomb, and today we have a very special podcast. I have four special guests on the podcast with me today. They are former or current PRISM students who have all participated in their very, very first election. So we're all super pumped. Let's have them all introduce themselves. Mallory, why don't you go first? Hi, I am Mallory Spielmaker. I graduated from PRISM in 2018, and then I am currently working at PRISM as well as I am a junior at the University of Arkansas. Okay. What's your major? Um, special education. Okay. All right. Phoebe? All right. Hi, my name is Phoebe Shreve, and I will be graduating from PRISM in 2021, and I am starting to apply for colleges right now. Okay. So you're a current senior at PRISM. Yes, All right. And Willow? My name is Willow, and I am a sophomore in college, and I am attending the George Washington University studying political science and human services and social justice. What year did you graduate? I graduated in 2018. And you are going to GW and, well, hold on, we got one more. Um, One more. Last person, David. Hi, I'm David Spielmaker. I graduated PRISM in 2020, and I'm currently a freshman at the University of Arkansas studying computer science. All right. And so you are all at the University of Arkansas or GW, but you're actually where? You're all in Fayetteville. You're all all currently in Fayetteville. Everybody is online learning for at least for Willow, 100%. And you guys really close to 100% as well, right? Mine is 100%. Yours is 100 and then Dave's, yours is really close. Okay. Um, and then Phoebe is in PRISM's hybrid yeah. program. So she's she's there three days, uh, or two days in person, three days virtual. Phoebe yeah. is winning. Yeah, Phoebe's know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Best situation right here. All right. So this was the first election that we've ever had PRISM students old enough to vote. Like our actual official graduating classes, um, in the in 2016, none of those graduates were were 18, and so um, so this was our first election. So let's just go around. Let's tell me what uh, I know. You all voted. Um, tell me what your what your experience was like. Let's start with Willow. To be honest, you guys, my experience. I mean, all of my wildest hopes and dreams came true. <laughs> I have been looking forward to this for a very long time. So it was quite exciting, even considering the circumstances. It was a little bit boring. I have no no funny stories or right. fun experiences, okay. which is good yeah, considering good. the climate of <laughs> 2020. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mallory, what was your experience like? So mine was also pretty boring. Um, the only thing that was interesting was they really wanted to emphasize that there was two pages that I could vote on. Both candidates were on. One was on the first and one on the second. Yeah. And the man kept, he waited until the screen popped up and he was like, just so you know, there is a more button. He's yeah. like, right there. Because one of the main candidates was yes. on the second page on like, yours. Yeah, right, I heard you. about that. Yeah. And then he gave me a pat on the back and walked away. I was like, great. <laughs> okay, okay. Phoebe, what was your experience? like um mine was pretty interesting uh, okay I, I was really excited to go vote and then as i was in line i had a very fun person right behind me who kind of mood <laughs> like just, a cow mood like a cow i don't really know why he just mood and it was kind of just like okay that's interesting but really it was a really exciting process i was waiting for the day and the anticipation was 
just great. Yeah. I'm happy to vote. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dave. Um, well, for me, like uh, like Malin Willis said, it was exciting for me, but really kind of just a boring experience. Nothing exciting really happened except that I voted. But yeah, I will that, say normal. I voted with the spillmakers and mm-hmm. the people who are working in the polls, the very kind elderly volunteers were so excited that we were there. Yeah. Yeah. They, one lady said that she wanted to sing for David and Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> so you took them, you actually took them yeah, to their so polls. I, went, I had voting round two with them just because okay. I wanted to experience their moment with right. them. Right, yeah, of course. I And I've, yeah, I was I was at your moment, and mm-hmm. um, and it is I think it is really meaningful to people. Historically, the youth vote has has been lacking. A yes. lot of people who are old enough to vote but are kind of categorized as young people mm-hmm. don't vote, and so I'm sure it would be exciting. I've seen that we had extraordinary voter turnout this year. We yeah. typically have about 48 percent in the U.S., and this year it ranged from 68 to 72 percent. Oh, wow. Yeah, so huge. yeah, so I think that, and, and I would actually like to go and compare that. Mm-hmm. To, I don't know if, um, I, I honestly don't know if 1918, when the flu hit, the other mm. pandemic, if that happened during an election. Do you know yeah. that, Will? Actually, Mallory and I just wrote a letter to the editor to the Washington Post about this. And this year, they can't say exactly quite yet until all the votes are counted. But I do know that in 2008, we set the record at 47.8% for youth from so 18 that was the to highest. 29. And that uh-huh. was the highest since 1990. And in oh. Arkansas, we beat the record in general. Um, this year oh shoot man yeah i'm forgetting the statistics but so in arkansas we did the youth vote came out more okay so interesting well what i was gonna say is i wondered about if the pandemic like if people come out and vote in droves when there's a major crisis um because overall the the number of people who voted was higher so i was curious if that was you know crisis related the candidates related you know world events related or something else so um Anyway, so that's uh, that. I'm sure there will be lots of political analysis on all that, and you know, I'll be watching it. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and and probably won't give any updates on the podcast. <laughs> all right. So you all are part of this this movement of of you are part of the young the youth movement, the young people get out the vote movement. Uh, well, not like you're actually part of the movement, but you are young people and you are voting now, mm-hmm, yeah. and you're all in a university. So tell me a little bit about what it's been like at your school or your different experiences since then. Um, Why don't we start with, we'll start with Mallory. Yeah, so mine has been pretty interesting. So in the field of education, I've had a lot of my classmates have been pretty passionate about everything that's happening. And like even before we could all go vote, they were like, make sure everyone goes vote, goes and votes and different things. And with the counting and everything, there's been a lot of anxiety and I think a lot of fear in some people about like worried about who's going to get elected, what the results or what the anticipation after with recounts or different things like that is going to be like. So I would say probably the biggest environment has been anxiety okay. and like stress mm-hmm. okay. over what's happening. All right. I would say the exact same thing for my university. And of course, even within my field, I'm studying political science. And so there's been a lot of focus and energy on this. And a lot of my classes have been about voters education. Um, One thing is I got pretty much the whole week off of school, essentially. My classes on Monday were just prepping mentally for the election. Um, that's that's actually what your classes were well, about. Okay, not quite, but we did spend like half the class like okay. talking about mental health and stuff. Oh, and then okay. <laughs> okay. The next day we had it was a university holiday, which allowed people to vote, which I appreciated. But all my classes were canceled then. And then the next day, most of my classes were canceled. And the one class that I did have was almost one hundred percent devoted to 
recovering hmm. from from what had happened from the, day the before. emotional toll I of believe those. so <laughs> okay wow. all right so I actually I have a screenshot pulled up on my phone my teacher did a poll and I think this is pretty illustrative of not only the the climate of the young people within my university but I would say um, pretty representative of just things that I've experienced in general but my teacher asked us how we're feeling and I'll just I'll just tell you the first couple answers. Somebody said anxious slash depressed. A for anxious. Anything but calm. Anxious, anxious, depressed, anxious, anxious, depressed, anxious. Um, Was that from a drop down menu, or is that just what people? This is were just what people are volunteering. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it goes on. Oh, one person said activated. A couple people said angry. Um, it's a very alliterative group. I mean, that's it all is. A's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that was intentional. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, Dave, uh, you're in mostly math and chemistry classes. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if it's similar. I think there's been one mention of the election. Okay. In all okay. Of my classes combined. Yeah. No one's really worried about it. Okay. It's a little different in, yeah, in years than in the social sciences. Phoebe. All right, so I go to PRISM, and right now with the elections, there hasn't really been a bunch of drama at PRISM. It's more just like we've been analyzing um, just statistics uh, from different states and what's going on. Because you're um, in a government class. Yes, yeah. in your and AP so, uh, comparative uh, politics yeah. class. And really, it's gone pretty smooth. Like I haven't heard anyone say they're anxious <laughs> or depressed. Um but we've just been analyzing things and just looking at this from like, a, okay, here are, is the analysis and these are the facts. Yeah. I think it's it's actually interesting. And of course, I've heard some of this from you guys as well. And I've been around y'all, um, particularly Willow. And I think it's interesting because I think even the question or the preparation, it almost kind of programs you to think a certain way as a student when you're, when, when a you know, and I understand what the teachers are doing. They're trying to take care of the whole person. And so mm -hmm. I appreciate that. And certainly I'm not being critical of that. But I do think in general, almost the way we, your generation is treated. And I'm just telling you this mm -hmm. uh, as being a different generation. <laughs> the way your generation is treated, it's almost like you're fragile. And yeah. you have to be protected and prepared for things mm -hmm. like someone who you don't want mm -hmm. becoming president. Yeah. Or yeah. somewhat, yeah, something. <laughs> and not to say that these things don't have implications for your life because they certainly do and if it's um and I would say this is certainly has been noted as a historically polarized mm -hmm. election but I think even in the the preparation process or the question how are you feeling today um not that we don't care about how our students feel but I have heard of classes being canceled post-election yeah. so mm -hmm. that people can cope and you know obviously that's a very different vibe than in a de <laughs> definitely a different feel than you're going to get at mm -hmm. at prism um y'all yes. still had test and homework and <laughs> yes. assignments and I know in your government classes your homework was to watch the yes. election was to you know understand mm -hmm. like watch watch these different things and research different aspects of it mm -hmm. So certainly, um, we're, we're not pretending that there's not an election happening. Yeah. I think that our expectation for each of you is that you would you would be able to go ahead and mm -hmm. be fully functional for the remainder of the week and mm -hmm. your life, regardless of, of what what happens inside this election. And so that kind of programs the 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 nature of our interactions at mm -hmm. at school would be a little bit different, and that's yeah. why yeah. Um, because we we expect that you can 
engage with resistance. So, yeah. so let's talk mm-hmm. an adversity and challenge and having something happen that you don't want to happen <laughs> and still, still move forward. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, what has, what has your life been like? I mean, has it, has it been a, a thing where you've needed to spend additional time in your alone space, uh, mm-hmm. to cope? What has it been like for you guys? <laughs> it, it is, I mean, I, I've, been, I've been calling out who goes first and I just didn't call out who goes first so well, let's start I, here Willow personally I appreciated the time off because I had some things that I needed to do to catch up but um, no I, I feel good I think that it's quite an interesting place to be to see kind of yeah, the, the intense dissonance and, and struggles that a lot of my peers are walking through. And I mean, I even think about at prison, we talk about how we're building a sanctuary, a mm-hmm. place of safety. And right. I think that I've just been asking myself, how can I extend that? And what should my heart posture be as I interact with my peers who mm-hmm. they're clearly they're clearly very distraught and, and yeah. not really in a great place. So I have right. compassion for them. I mean, right. really the boundaries of my compassion are expanded for them. And so I've just been considering how, what is my role inside of this space yeah. and how can yeah. I extend sanctuary to them? And I mean, I'm, I'm sure that some of my peers will talk about it here, but I mean, it's impossible for me to separate this from the sovereignty of God. That's just kind of how I view the world. Mm-hmm. And I understand that a lot of my classmates in the context of my university wouldn't understand right, that. So right. the yeah. thing that I've been thinking about is how can I translate that? And I think it's just being a good friend and also just being just being a, a voice of hope and yeah. Yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of been what I've been thinking about this week. Mm-hmm. That's good. Phoebes? All right. So uh, for me... Um, Really, it's just been looking at it from the right perspectives um, from just for me during this election because it could easily I could easily just become very passionate about like yeah. either side and yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. that. But really, I don't want to do that. Like that's not a place where I want to go, but I want to stay in a place of like peace and like, oh, mm-hmm. not get too excited about this or not overthink this one thing, but just to make sure like. I'm just balanced in the way I think and just you want to be know, grounded grounded yeah. yeah and just not to fret like whoever is president will yeah. be president it, in the end um that's not going to be what I trust but really it's just going to be God and I, that's the way I look at it it's just God is my pillar God is the thing I know it's just going to stand yeah so that's the thing I really just trust upon and put all my trust upon so that's really what I've been thinking about during this election, yeah. just having balance in that. That's good, Phoebe. That's mm-hmm. good. Because it's good to be engaged. It's And certainly yeah. people have policy preferences and, 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't, we're not saying just be completely passive, but you also yeah. have to be, you just have to hold everything mm-hmm. from a balanced posture that of you're course, not, yeah. you're not putting all your eggs in that basket yeah. or all your, yeah. and not from a place of coping or managing disappointment but Mm -hmm. from a place of your hope is actually in something else yes and so regardless of who wins Mm -hmm. that that's where your hope is and so that doesn't you're and and i i I can hear in you and i and i think i i commend that i think that's Mm -hmm. that's good yeah um i agree with a lot of what phoebe and willow said and the biggest phrase that came to mind is being a light in the darkness Mm -hmm. and when all around me my peers are very anxious and very fearful of what's going to come it's like what Willow said, just bringing that voice of hope and reason and being like, hey, no, it's okay. <laughs> like yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. The Lord is in charge and we can rest assured in that and rest in peace in that. And I think, yeah, just standing in the values that I know are true, that I, I have seen in my life that right. I that are 
my principles and and not being shaken by what's happening around me and not letting the storm cause me to get off yeah. of the path that I'm on. Yeah. And I just yeah, just being that voice of that pe- that place of sanctuary that place of sanctuary and that light inside of a dark place that's good Mm -hmm. that's very good because the and the darkness isn't uh one strategy or the other one it's it's the the fear that people have Mm -hmm. and the anxiety and i think that you really tapped into something there mallory that we should have tangible benefit for those Mm -hmm. around us that as people of god and just what you're describing that we are light and when there's darkness we are the bible describes us as a salt of the earth so Mm -hmm. we add value we should add value to wherever we're at and that so that does mean that we engage we don't go and and hide away and pretend like nothing's happening and Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we can um it's easy to swerve and say well either I'm hyper engaged hyper partisan hyper Mm -hmm. whatever or I'm passive and I'm disengaged and Mm -hmm. unaware and what you're describing is someone who's actively saying I'm going to add value to Mm -hmm. two things go ahead Dave yeah I uh I really agree with what Phoebe was talking about because it's like i you know, I have opinions on all these political things and, you know, it would be real easy for me to be very passionate about, um, you know, all, all of this stuff and want to argue with people and want to try and convince people and all of that kind of stuff. But really, even whenever I went to vote, my vote kind of felt arbitrary. Like there's going to be chaos either way. It really didn't feel like I was voting for a better America or I was voting for this. Like it, didn't seem like great options and all that kind of stuff. And just for me, it's really realizing that like my hope isn't placed in a president. You know, my, mm-hmm. my faith isn't in a particular person to, to lead a country. And, and honestly, just kind of disconnecting from that and just um, still being aware, still watching and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But just realizing that that's not where, you know, my stock is. That's not where yeah. I'm you know, that's not the main thing that I'm concerned about right now. Yeah. I feel like this election was kind of like a choose your own adventure novel. Yeah. (laughs) Which chaos do you prefer? (laughs) They're both going to be wild. And I think that that's a pretty much nonpartisan thing to say. Mm -hmm. I think that most people would agree. But uh, I just wanted to say that, yeah, I very much would consider myself, um, well, I don't want to use the word invested. I, mm-hmm. I'm not invested in this election, but I'm very much engaged yeah. with the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like I'm just stepping back and like and stepping out of, of the whole thing. I yeah. very much am participating. And in. inside my classes the past three months, this has mm-hmm. like been a major this has focus. This been the topic, yeah. yeah. So it's not like I'm just, it's not like we are just sitting back and saying, oh, like, you know, it's still very much a position of, of being engaged and being mm-hmm. um, yes. a citizen. And and we know that we're not immune to everything that's happening. I think that that's a, that's, that's, that's a really good point. We're, it's not like we are saying that we're, and, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing you guys say is that there's a real sense that the, this election will have tangible outcomes, yes. <laughs> yes. a tangible yeah. impact on your life. And you're not running away from that. And mm-hmm. you're not pretending that's not happening. And you're not banking on the fact that just because you, you trust God, that mm-hmm. everything's okay. And yeah. and yeah. you're not being passive and mm-hmm. you're not being dis, disconnected or disengaged. So you're very much being in the world and in a part of what's going on and, yeah. and connected to the things. But it's not, it's not dictating yeah. your your sense of optimism Mm -hmm. or hope because it's not what you rely on. You're not relying on a person, a Mm -hmm. candidate or a party 
or political initiatives to, to uh, for your salvation. And so I, I'm really, you know, I would just say this: I'm I'm super proud of you guys. As mm-hmm. as uh, this is this is a great thing to hear. And I wish we could have pulled in every single alumni. Mm-hmm. You guys were the ones I knew would just show up uh, <laughs> with short notice. But as we sit here today, uh, who the the on the day that we're recording now, it may be different by the time this comes out. But mm-hmm. we still don't have a president. We yeah. don't have, uh, and it and it looks still very equally polarized with yeah. each side. There's there's a lot Definitely. of there's a lot of of things happening. And inside of that, I actually have an inside scoop that you guys didn't vote for the same people. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask y'all who you voted for, but I've I've, I've I hear things uh, in the wind, and I know you guys have talked about it. And you know you didn't vote for the same people. And and I think that that in and of itself is kind of something to be commended in, in how you're interacting and you're mm-hmm. still close friends. And I think it really does point back to that the fact of where where is your identity coming yeah. from? Is mm-hmm. it coming from a political party, from a political candidate you support? And it's not. It's coming from, it really is coming from something so much higher and mm-hmm. so much greater. And so yeah. you can talk to each other and hear about each other's votes and this doesn't destabilize you mm-hmm. or cause you to feel unsafe around each other yeah. or or these sorts of things. But, but there's some legitimacy to f- people feeling kind of threatened in a sense when other, when you're talking to someone who is so passionate and so invested and who's hope is truly in a candidate yeah. or a party that produces something in them that yeah. that isn't d- can make you feel not safe mm-hmm. and if you put two of those people in the room and they both <laughs> are doing this with their two separate candidates that produces some some real some real concerns and mm-hmm. it's not I, I think for some people this would be the highest thing the you know the presidential election would be the highest thing you could put your hope in but that's not that's not the case for us. Mm-hmm. Our hope is um, Hebrews talks about when all the earth is is shaking, when things are shaking to the point that what cannot shake is all that remains. Um, it, it, there's a there's a verse that gives that context, and it says we take part in an unshakable kingdom. Yeah. And accept that unshakable kingdom from a mm-hmm. position of gratitude and reverence. Yeah. And I think that that's what you're describing is it's not that you don't care. It's not that you're not aware. It's not that you don't have preferences. Mm-hmm. It's just that at the end of the day, you're part of a kingdom that's yeah. even bigger than this, an eternal, an eternal kingdom, and you're you are walking on a platform that doesn't shake with the winds of the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really um, super commendable and very, very different than the current trend is not just for for all of humanity but especially for people your age. Mm-hmm. I think it shows a lot of maturity on your part and that's something that I think is a really strong uh legacy that you're you are leaving and have left to other prism scholars that uh that that legacy of engagement but balance. Engagement mm-hmm. and it just simply doesn't come from just making a choice I'm going to be balanced. Mm-hmm. It there are choices you have to make. You have to step back from the news yeah. if it's sucking you in. You have to step back from I mean there's some we can look and say this is poor leadership or this is not our values. You can evaluate and judge those things. Mm-hmm. But the extent to which those things shake you and make you feel anxious or nervous, it's going to be determined by your identity and Mm -hmm. by where your, where your faith and hope is. And so I really want to commend you guys for living your life by a different standard. And I think that's our hope as we, as we develop young people, that's our hope. We, we, we have talked about the election a lot because wow, what a big teaching moment we get to learn, especially on a social level from government, you know, looking at government systems and Mm -hmm. um, there's just so much to learn right now and so Mm -hmm. much to take part 
part in. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that there are moments in my life that I look back on and say, wow, that was a historic election. Mm -hmm. Uh, My first election was the Bush-Gore election. Mm -hmm. Wow, that one was intense. Yeah, and it it took, (laughs) uh, I was sharing with the students this week that it took, it was December 13th when we found, when we had a president. Yeah, so it was really long. And so I was telling them, you know, it it actually can take a long time and that's Mm -hmm. can be part of the the process. And I do, I, I agree with you, David. I think that we're walking into a season where just the nature of this election and then not just the election, but the nature of the United States right now is high, hyper partisan, hyper polarized. And there's a lot of, there's a lot going on. It's mm-hmm. been yeah. an intense year. It's mm-hmm. been an intense decade. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's kind of feels like it's all culminating here at once. And so there is going to be, I don't disagree with you. I think there could be chaos in the days ahead. Yeah. And, um, and there's, there's versions of that chaos that look worse <laughs> than yes. other, other, yes. other possibilities. And so I, and, and I want, um, this is what, how you guys have just talked about that and how you guys are walking through it. That's what I want every prism scholar to to be aware of is that we are going to walk through this season just like we walked through the pandemic, mm-hmm. just like we walked through the early years of prism where there was a lot of transition and a lot of change because our foundation has not shifted. Mm-hmm. Our foundation is built on a rock that doesn't shift. And so as an organization, and that that is that the organization is built that way because as leaders, that's how we're leading it. Yeah. We're not putting our stock in in this or that, we're putting our stock, our hope, our definition mm-hmm. inside of something that is unshakable. And so that's how we're going to walk through this. And so I want our parents to hear that. I think there's a lot of maturity in the room and how y'all have handled this. This is what we hope to build. I know for sure this is not simply because you graduated PRISM. I know mm-hmm. that this is your parents have talked to you. Your whole life has has been built this way. And so I want to encourage parents at home who are, who are listening to this. Let's build a strong sanctuary for our kids who mm-hmm. are younger mm-hmm. and and who are still developing their worldview and let's monitor how engaged we are in this season mm-hmm, yeah. um that we are connected we are aware we're not disengaged from what's going on but that we are walking on a firm foundation and on a platform of hope yeah. um because our hope lies in in something greater and so let's be sure that as we're talking to our kids we're not unintentionally you know, equipping them or building them in a way that says you should be anxious right now. You Mm -hmm. should be nervous. Uh, and we're not saying there won't be difficult times ahead. Mm -hmm. I believe there will. I I actually sincerely believe that it's where the rockiness of 2020 is not over and, (laughs) uh, and may go well into 2021. And as we walk through that, let's walk together in a sense of faith, hope, optimism, and let's remember where our hope lies and and let's keep connected to that and let's build a community that is safe Mm -hmm. and that equips students to walk out and be strong Mm -hmm. independently as they as they graduate and they move out of our houses and they move out of our schools that they step into this world on the firm foundation themselves so thank you guys so much thank you for thank you 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 four for for joining us and Mm -hmm. for uh, sharing a little bit about your process this week yeah thank you This podcast is a production of PRISM Education Center. You can subscribe to this podcast through any platform you access quality podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find out more about PRISM Education Center by visiting our website at www.prismeducationcenter.org.